0: Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So I'm doing something a little different today on the podcast. I've done this before. I'm trying to get into the swing of things and do this more often, but today's podcast is actually being recorded audio and video, so you will be able to um Watch the podcast on YouTube, and you will also be able to listen to it on your favorite streaming app. As you know, my mission here at Simply Living for Him is merely to point people to Jesus. The more ways I can reach others, the better. So we're trying this to see if we can reach some more people. Some people like to see, you know, the person behind the voice. So come on over to YouTube and look for the video recording as well. So today's topic is something that has really been stirring in me recently I blogged about it last week and it kind of hit home for a lot of people I got a lot of feedback on this post so we're gonna talk about today how too much information is killing me I know it's a dramatic title but We're going to talk about why. And so before we start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. We've used their homeschooling resources for 14 years now. They've had science resources. They have writing. They have Bible studies. They have um, encouraging resources for parenting. But also, brand new, they are going to be offering a math program I cannot believe that. I really want to check that out. I'm so interested because they are such an amazing Bible based company that I can only imagine that their math curriculum will be extremely um, well done. So go check them out at Apologia.com. So today we're going to talk about too much information and is it killing you? Because I feel like I know too much. I don't want to know it all. I just don't want to know anymore. And I talked about this on the blog last week and everyone was like, me too. You know, I I get those messages that I love that are like, you put in words exactly how I feel. I'm like, yes, you know. So if you're one of those people, I want to hear from you after this podcast episode. And I want to hear, you know, how you're feeling about this too much information these days. So we live in a world, right, that at any given moment, we can know anything we want. Seriously, sometimes I look at my kids when I'm teaching them homeschool and I'm like, but the world they're growing up in is so different. They can literally look up anything. Why do they have to memorize everything? They can look it up, you know? And so we live in this world that is so different. It's unprecedented than anything we've ever known. You can literally see anything going on, right? Now we have live streaming, so you can see it in real time. Before we had live streaming, though, we still have access to so much information. And the world we live in is so very different because we see things happening, like I said, in real time. But we also see just so much. And quite frankly, lately, it's killing me. It is not helping me. (laughs) Now, I don't want to say, I don't want to discount you know, the world we live in, because I think it's amazing that we have access to so much information. I think it's amazing that we have access to so many resources. And I'll say this, like I've said before, simply living for him, my ministry would not exist as it is today without the internet, because I am able to reach thousands of people every week, around the world, on every continent, except for Antarctica. The podcast is listened to, the blog has gone out, you know, my books are sold all over the world. So I'm able to reach a lot of people. So I am not against, you know, the internet, obviously, or information. But I also look at just the amount of information we have, and I wonder how much is too much. Have you ever asked yourself that question? So let's just like dive into this a minute, and let me just give you a few examples of what I mean. So for instance, we're like smack in the middle of flu season, right? My mind can't handle all the statistics, you know? It's like every day, not only do people I know all over the country are like, oh, I have the flu, oh, my children have the flu, and that, so I see all these you know people coming down with the flu, and that, that strikes a little fear because you're like, are we next? Then you get articles coming by, you know, about the flu and the statistics. Oh, and then we have the coronavirus, right? I won't get into all that stuff because I know that people get all controversial. I'm not getting into all the controversy. I'm just saying. (laughs) So we have these statistics that are constantly bombarding us. And it causes in me fear. It causes fear in me, you know. And then you have, you know, these articles, Missing Child, Tragedy Strikes, um, you know, GoFundMe pages. You see all these sad stories. Believe me, I'm not discounting all of this stuff that is going on, but it's almost like you can almost not handle all the sorrow in your mind. Now, all of these things have always gone on for all of history, but it's different now because we're seeing it all the time. I said to my friend recently, I was like, you know what, when we were little, did we have the flu? Like, I don't remember ever hearing about it on the news. I don't remember ever hearing about going to get a flu shot. I don't remember ever hearing about, you know, all these people dying from the flu. And she's like, of course we had it. It's just that we didn't have the media that we do now. And you know, I often said as well, Is our culture we live in, you know, I look at the culture and I get so sad, like it can really bring me down just to see headlines, news stories, you know, what's going on in the culture. It can really bring me down. And I remember talking about that one time with somebody and I said, is our culture, like, are we worse than ever in history? You know, I I believe that we have gone downhill in quite a few areas and You know, our culture, like, I feel like we've gone beyond the slippery slope now. But somebody once reminded me, like, Karen, look at the Romans in Bible times. People were depraved. Humanity was evil. There was always this kind of stuff going on in the culture. And it's gone on through all of history. It's just that we didn't see it all the time. You know, we didn't have access to everything that's going on. Like, you didn't hear about every single tragedy. You didn't hear about every single evil thing all the time. And so, you know, it's really almost too much sometimes to bear. It's almost too much to bear. For somebody like me, who, as we've talked about on the podcast, I'm always very real and transparent about this, but as somebody who can deal with anxious thoughts... This information is too much for me because I internalize it. I think because so-and-so's child died of the flu, mine's going to. I think because so-and-so's daughter got in a car accident, mine's going to. I think because so-and-so's husband died, mine's going to. I think because so-and-so, you know, the list goes on and on, right? We start to internalize it. But yet these things, tragedies have always existed. Illnesses have always existed. Accidents have always existed. These things have always happened. But what do we do with the information we have now? Another way to look at this, another example. I spend my my social media time. I don't know what you, you know what your favorite is. I'm usually over there on Facebook, and I like Instagram. I know Facebook is for old fogies these days. They say, but I guess that makes me an old fogey. But I'm not on really any of the others. So those are my two choice places to hang out if I'm going to be on the internet. And I think most people my age or older usually are on Facebook. Um, not saying that everyone is. I'm saying that's the social media of choice from what I gather. But that being said, um, so if you are on Facebook, right, and say you on any given day, did you ever think about the fact that You can have your childhood best friend showing you their vacation pictures. Um, The boy you liked in high school is uh, showing you what he had for breakfast. The girl you worked with 20 years ago is um, showing you what her kids are wearing for the first day of school. You know, you have everybody showing you their Christmas morning pictures. At once on Christmas morning, you have, you know, everybody's Halloween costume and, uh, you know, all these things are constantly bombarding you, so... We know everything about everyone, and not the people that are just in our life right now, the people from our past, people we hardly know, acquaintances, you know? I have a lot of friends on Facebook that I don't really even know sometimes, like, how do I know this person? I think from, you know, speaking engagements and writing and things like that, people do friend me, and uh, I try to be really cautious about who I accept as a friend but you know sometimes I'm in there and I'm like I don't even know who this person is and yet I know all about them I know what they had for breakfast I know where they're going on vacation I know like everything right and so Then on top of that, we have all the various lovely articles that come scrolling by. And nowadays, I feel like every article is controversial. And it's like every article comes scrolling by in the headlines and then the commenting. I try not to get involved in the commenting because, quite frankly, that brings me down. I see how people treat each other, and it just makes me so sad. And the things people say, there's like no civil discourse. That's another podcast episode. But when I see these things... You know, so we have everything that's going on in everyone's life. People, you know, from your past, present, and future. Oh, no, let's not say future. From your past and present. You have, you know, every article. And then you have, you know, in the mix of all that is really cute recipes. Oh, wait, let me stop and look at that recipe. You know, they show you the little video of how they put it all together. And then you have, you know, DIY projects and craft projects and all this stuff. Okay. You would never in your life invite five to seven hundred people into your home. I don't know, say everybody has on average a couple of hundred Facebook friends. Let's just say one hundred, even for the sake of argument. You would never bring a hundred people into your home on any given morning and at the same time, let them speak to you and show you their first day of school pictures, what they had for dinner, where they're going on vacation, who's sick with the flu, Um, And then read all the articles that they hand you with commentary. And then they're going to show you their favorite recipes. You would never allow that in your house on any given day. And if you did, you wouldn't be able to, number one, get anything done. Number two, it would be mayhem, right? You'd have this craziness going on in your house. Everybody's talking at once. And, you know... That would never happen. But why do we allow it into our home through the internet? We think, oh no, it's different. I'm just reading it. No, it's not. And I say this because I've dealt with this in the past. I'm a homeschooling mom. So the hours between 9 and 12, which is when we usually do the meat of our homeschool, the the majority of our homeschool together. I have no business knowing what you know. people I went to high school with are doing that day and eating for breakfast. I have no business reading all these articles and stuff like that. But yet, you know, it sucks you in. Oh, they're doing their math page. Let me quick scroll through Facebook. And before I know it, I've seen way too much. And so we would never allow that into our home. But yet we do through this little tiny device that we hold in our hands called the phone. And so that messes with our brain. I truly believe it's messing with our thinking. Like, I I yearn for the simple, right? It's why I have started this ministry. I yearn for the simple. I want to get rid of distractions. I want to get rid of the voices that are, you know, louder than God's. And quite frankly, the information age has made the voices in the world so much louder than God's voice. And when I get worried and when I get distracted and when I am focused on all the things that are going on, you know, in the world that I've seen through this information. It takes my eyes off of Jesus. It, it makes me put my security in those things instead of him. It makes me listen to others more than I listen to him. Because quite frankly, he knows everything. You know, the information age doesn't even compare to everything he knows. We think we know so much just going on the internet. He still knows everything. And that is the God that I serve, the God who knows everything. Knowing Him is more important than knowing everything. And I do not want the information age stealing from the time I should be spending with Him. I should be filling my thoughts with the truths of God's Word. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't, like, we should live in a bubble and not know what's going on in the world, of course. But when is it too much? Because all this information, all of these statistics that I said will worry me, you know, and all of these situations and tragedies and things that I'm constantly seeing that worry me, all of those things cause me to not look to him. They cause me to get distracted. They cause me to live in fear instead of faith. And, I don't want to live that way. I want my faith in the Lord. Those things are going on whether I know about them or not. You know, like I said, we've always had stuff going on. So there has to be a point where you say, what do you do with all this information and when do you turn it off? And the reason I say information, you know, too much information is killing me is because Steve has said to me many times, you know, I still deal with the sin of worry and anxiety. And yes, I call it a sin because I will let those thoughts control my mind when God should be the one in control. And his ways should be in in my mind his thoughts and so i deal with that sin and you know steve has said to me over the years and it's gotten better but i'm still a work in progress it used to be much worse but he said to me you know what you are so worried about all these things happening you're you're stealing from your life you're stealing from your joy and you're actually he said to me at one time you're shortening your life He said, number one, anxiety is going to cause you health problems. And if you listened last week, I have a heart issue, a physical heart issue. (laughs) We all have heart issues. Um, But no, I mean a physical heart issue that certainly isn't helped by anxiety. And, you know, um, so it's stealing from, you know, he's saying you might be shortening your life because of all this worry. And also it's stealing from your time. You you literally are shortening your life because the amount of time that you're spending on things that are not of God are too much. And, you know, I think about the things that we should be turning over in our minds. And I'm doing a session this week at my Simply Living for Him women's event. And I'm going to be talking about being a woman in the Word and, you know, how I'm going to talk about how we meditate on God's Word. And, um, you know, Those are the things that we should be turning over in our mind. And meditate, that word actually implies, um, like, ruminate and, like, to turn over. And, you know, goats, I have goats, and I love my goats. And at any given time during the day, um, I look out my window, and they're called ruminants. They're the type of animals they are because of the way they digest, and ruminant animals, like cows or goats, they chew their cud. And this is a really gross thing, but it's really cool. So what they do is they eat their food. And rather than like us as humans, then they digest it. And that's, you know, it goes on from there. They eat their food and then they um, they will like vomit it up. <laughs> regurgitate it up in their in their mouth. And they chew on it and they digest it again. And so... Actually, the sign of a healthy goat is that they're chewing on their cud. So they they create like this ball of regurgitated food in their mouth. I know it's gross, but bear with me. And they um, continue throughout the day to ruminate, to just keep chewing on that and digesting it further down and breaking it down. And that's what we're to do with God's word. We are to not just read it and then like move on. We are to really meditate on it and think about it and ruminate and let it kind of get digested and then digest it a little bit more, break it down some more, and to really meditate chew the cud and the sign of a healthy goat is a goat that chews their cud and whenever i look out my window i always crack up because they're sitting there happy as can be they're laying in the grass and they're chewing their cud and they just they're adorable and they literally like just look so happy and i've always read that your goat is a healthy goat if they're out there chewing their cud you're a healthy christian if you're out there Ruminating on God's word and really, you know, turning it over and, 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 you know, thinking on those things and then digging in a little deeper and all that. Well, you know what I do? When I'm in the information overload, I'm chewing on the wrong cut. I'm over there, you know, pouring over every statistic in my mind and researching. Well, I mean, I'm not, no joke. I've I've done this other years, and I did a little bit this year. I'm over there on the CDC website tracking the flu, you know, every week. Where's it at in my state? And I'm worrying about it, and what if we get the flu, and how many have died, and should we get the vaccine, and shouldn't we get the vaccine? And I'm researching, and I am ruminating on junk Right, I am not chewing on the right cut. I am turning over all these statistics in my mind and turning over all this information in my mind because I've been bombarded with that information all day long. I need to bombard my mind with the things of God. I need to bombard my mind with my word. I need to bombard my mind with scripture. I need to be ruminating on that stuff. I need to be thinking on those things. So all of this information, it steals from me. Um, You know, God says, in isaiah his ways are higher than or isaiah says in isaiah his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts like we know just a glimpse even with all the information age that we have we know just the tiniest little bit of information compared to what god knows he knows every detail of every single thing it blows my mind when i really start to think about how incredibly big and majestic and all-knowing and all-powerful God is. And that is what I want to think about, right? Knowing God... The God who knows everything is more important than me knowing everything. Knowing God is more important than knowing everything. So when I spend time in his word, when I think about the things of God, I don't really even desire to know about all the other things. I don't want to know who's eating what for lunch. I don't want to know all that stuff because I'm so filled up on the things of God. There isn't room for all that junk and it helps me to just get my mind where it needs to be. So I ask you today, where are you with this topic? I heard from so many of you last week. If you're listening to this, I want to hear from you. What are the things that you're struggling with? How can we lift each other up? How can we encourage each other in this? Because this information age isn't going anywhere. It's not like tomorrow Google's going to be like, you know what? We're folding. No more Google anymore. You know what? This internet wasn't a good idea. We're not going to have the internet anymore. It's not going anywhere. In fact, it's just going to grow and grow, right? Like I said, two years ago, you didn't see everybody doing things in real time. Now everything is live. I mean, the information is just getting more and more frequent and more and more abundant information, you know, all day long. So what do we do with it? You know, this isn't about, oh, woe is us and the culture is so, is, is so, you know, far gone. This is about how do we, how do we live now as Christians in this culture, in this sort of, um, atmosphere that is trying to bombard us you know satan wants us confused satan wants me in despair he wants me searching out google for all the statistics so that i'm taking my mind off of the things of god he wants me putting my faith in what the cdc says about the flu and not what the lord says about my life and i'm not saying that there's not a time to be cautious and there's not a time to have you know information and to have facts But you know as well as I do, there is a line where we cross. I know it is true for me. I cross from knowing some information to like, I am obsessively searching out information, making up scenarios in my head, and you know, going down the wrong path. And then I become operating out of fear and not out of faith. So how do we as Christians then deal with this? Number one, get in your word every single day. Get in your word. You know that I wrote a devotional recently and I did that because I really want to see women in the word every single day. I don't want to see women in the word just because somebody told them to and they check it off their list and they think that they're, you know, a good Christian now. I want you meditating, ruminating, right? I want you turning over the things of God in your mind so that throughout the day, that is where your mind goes. Your mind goes to the things of God and not to the things of this world. Your mind is focused on the things of God and not the things of Google. Your mind is focused on truth. You know, I said it to my boys today. We were reading one of our books for school. Uh, I told you recently we read The Hiding Place, which just wrecked me, changed my life. Um, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend reading it. And now we're reading another Holocaust book called Parallel Journeys. It's written um, from the perspective every chapter alternates between one young woman who was at Auschwitz and one young man who was part of Hitler's youth um army and so it is incredible to see the two sides and to see the huge contrast between these things now this week we have read some really 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 hard stuff you know the hiding place i thought was a little bit difficult in some parts i mean it wasn't like the entire book was graphic or anything but there's some parts you know that it's difficult to read because it's just so um horrific and well this book that we're reading this week there was yesterday i was i think it was yesterday i was reading it to my boys and i had to skip over some lines like i just couldn't say them out loud they were that horrific um and it was really hard it was really hard stuff and when i finish the chapters for the morning i look at them and tear-filled most times Uh, i've cried every time i read these books and i've said to them like oh my goodness, how could we ever, like, complain about our life? How could we ever, ever, like, complain after reading this and and realizing we do not have anything close in our lifetime to what happened to these people in the concentration camps. And... You know, that's not to discount people's suffering. I know we all suffer. We all go through terrible things. But you're reading this, and I mean, these. I, I said to Steve, people nowadays wouldn't treat animals the way these people were treated. Like, it's unthinkable, horrific stuff. I can't even say it out loud, and I won't, because, you know, I will let people choose what they want to read or know and all that. But... Horrific, horrific stuff. And so when I'm done reading and I'm crying and I look at the boys and I'm just like, wow. You know, it moves me. And then I say I said to my boys this morning, you know what? It's crazy that in like an hour or two I forget what I've read and I'm complaining about the laundry and I'm complaining that we don't have, you know, today I was complaining that we don't have any food in the house. I've got to go grocery shopping. Oh, trust me, we have food. We just don't have the things we particularly like. Right? And I'm 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 saying to them, is how do we stay in that mindset? You know, you read something and then you're like, okay, and you move on. But I said to them, it's the same way with our word. We read the Bible in the morning and we're like, yes, and we're on fire and we're like, yes, I love this. I'm, 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 you know, focusing on the Lord and I'm walking in truth. And like an hour later, I'm complaining, I'm yelling, I'm worrying. It's like, what happened? We cannot just think about the things of God at one particular time of the day, right? It has to be permeating our soul. It has to be it we're it's like we're filled up on it. And that is how we can live in this information age. We have got to be so filled up on truth that we can face the information out there. Otherwise, you're going to end up like me some days in a big, you know, heap on the floor because you're just feeling so much despair. But when you're operating out of the things of God, you look at all that information differently because you know the truth of what God says. And you don't focus so much on all those statistics and all those things because you're focused on God and what God says. And the truth of God's word, it is just like bomb to my soul. I don't know why we don't spend more time there. I mean, we go on the internet, we feel bad. We feel... You know, bad about ourselves or we feel despair. You go in God's word, it always lifts you up. Sometimes I get convicted, that's for sure. But I never leave God's word like, well, that was a waste of time. I just spent way too much time in God's word and I wasted all that time filling my mind up with junk. No way. But we say that when we go on the internet and we look at all that information, sometimes we feel guilty. Sometimes we feel shame. Sometimes we're like, why did I waste so much time? But you'll never regret spending too much time in God's word. So in order to face this information age, in order to face what we are being bombarded with every day, we must bombard our mind with truth, with God's word. We must put on our armor of God. We must look at everything through the lens of God. Remember, his thoughts are greater than ours. His ways are better than ours. We need to stop thinking that we can control our lives because we're going to have all this information. We will never know it all. Only he will. And so if the information age, if if you feel like information overload is killing you too, like I have lately, remember It's always been bad out there. There's always tragedies. There's always things as long as humans have existed since the Garden of Eden. We just haven't had it in our faces all the time. But now that we do, and it's not going anywhere, we need to be sure that we are operating with a mind filled on truth. It is the only way to combat all that information. It is the only way to process it, to handle it. We can become very overwhelmed very quickly because of all that information. Please, I ask you today, turn it off. If you haven't been in God's word today, whatever time you're listening to this, turn it off. What I have to say is not more important than what he has to say. Spend time with him. Not because it's like, you know, something you're supposed to do in the morning. It's something you have to do. You have to protect your mind. You have to fill your soul up with his truth. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself operating out of a place of despair instead of a place of faith. And um, it's the only way. Pray. That's a, you know, another part of that is to pray, to spend time talking to God. If you're having issues with these things, like I said, I've had issues. I have to go to him. Number one, repent of it. And say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I put my eyes on all that stuff. You know, Lord, just show me the things that you want me to know. And let me let let that start in your word first. And then let me face this world. Let me face this information age with you filling up my mind and not the world. It's hard. I get it. It's so hard for me as well. You know, I can easily get caught up. And so I'm right there with you, you know. Let's do this together. Let's focus on the things of God. Let's not operate in fear because of what, you know, all the things that we see going on. Let's focus on the things of God. And our lives will be completely different. I told you before, we will not desire. We'll not desire to scroll through Facebook. We're not going to desire to waste our time on Instagram because... We're going to be filled up with him. And then when you do, I mean, I'm not saying don't go on Facebook and Instagram because I enjoy my time there. And I really enjoy being able to connect with a lot of you out there. So when you go and you use those things, you will use it differently. Because you're using it with the lens of God. You're using it already filled up on him. And you will use it differently. All things, all for his glory. And you will also know to discern, maybe this is a time to turn it off. I don't want to go down that road of scrolling through all this stuff and feeling, you know, uh, badly or scared. You know, all the statistics in the world are not going to change the sovereignty of God. When you recognize that God is sovereign above all the statistics in the world, there is such a comfort and there is such a peace. God is ultimately in control and nothing the internet or the news or the TV is telling you is going to change the fact that he controls every single detail of every single day of every single person's life. And that should blow your mind. That's what we need to focus on, the truth of God so if you are listening to this podcast and it has blessed you share it with your friends if you think that there's a friend out there who needs to hear it share it with them over there on your social media it helps me to get my messages out there the more you guys share the better um It will be for the podcast to reach more people. If you're watching the video on YouTube, share that as well. If you have comments, I would love to hear what you think about this topic. I know that when I wrote this blog post, I had so many people writing to me, and it really hit a nerve. So I'd love to hear from you and continue the conversation. If you have um, any questions at any time, you can email me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com I just wanted to let you know that my speaking season has begun. I spoke this week at the Homegrown Generations online expo that is something you can still register for, even if you missed the first few days of the conference. They um, have a lifetime access for just $20 to all of the sessions from all of the speakers. And I spoke about keeping it real and letting go of Pinterest perfect and Instagram ideal. And that was a a great topic. I thoroughly enjoyed my time. So you can find the link in the show notes for that. You can, as always, find the links for my e-course, my Bible-based homeschooling e-course for my new devotional. My um, Simply Living for Him devotional is out there on Amazon. You can find the links for that as well. I am speaking starting the end of February, February 27th through the 29th. I teach them diligently in Nashville, Tennessee, and I will be speaking at six of their locations this spring, and I'm really looking forward to getting started with the travel season again. So I'd love to hear from you guys out there. Let me know what you think. Share this with your friends. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.